Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. The Super Bowl has ended with some confusion, but never fear because we will break the illusion. You hear our voices when you're sleeping, and you'll hear us say, Virtual Ball Boys are done with the football season. Travis Kelsey is our dad. Don't you cry no more. <laughs> I just I just love that we get traded to different father figures absolutely each, each season and I I I we I think we uh, I need to remind myself that that's what's going to happen so that way we just <laughs> so that way we can market it at the very beginning of the season is like who's going to be our father who will be our father at the end of the year <laughs> at the end of the year <laughs> um I I I do want to mention I I chose Travis Kelsey specifically because his name fit better in the song's cadence oh okay fair enough i just thought that he had a very <laughs> uh a, like very uh, uh the, he, he has been the most outspoken of yeah. all the outspoken's kansas city a, outspoken's a good word yeah of all, the, all <laughs> the kansas city chiefs so it, it kind of felt like oh yes he is just completely dominating us uh, yeah. and so he is he is the father figure in this instance um but yeah uh, there you go in case you didn't hear, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Sorry, spoiler. No one, no one believed in them. No one believed in them. <laughs> no one, not a single soul, believed in them. Um, but yeah, it, you know it. It's it's is I it is probably the start of what's going to probably be a lot of these. I mean, not even a start. Mm. I know, I know they they won once, so it's like it's. But like, it, it started to really feel like, oh no, like the Chiefs are going to just be like a mainstay probably on this stage, which for right now is still fine. Like it is what it is. I mean, I want I would love to see more AFC teams, uh, you know, get get their chance. Yeah. Um, like ne- like next season. If you find if there are two AFC teams that are in the AFC Championship that aren't the Chiefs, yeah, it will feel good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I agree. Um, but I'm also, I guess, I'm also in like a weird space of like, yeah, well, I don't want another dominating team. I still kind of like Patrick Mahomes a lot, and I like Andy Reid a lot, and I feel like because of that like they're just they're, they just feel more likable than bill belichick and brady so um, i agree with that <laughs> so i think that's kind of why i'm like all right like i they could have i'm glad that they both got their second title a third title and it's like all right yeah this this might get a little <laughs> little exhausting but yeah um we'll see uh but yeah it was the Super Bowl, so we're gonna talk about that game. Uh, we have a lot of different uh, things that we need to recap from the past week, uh, including uh, the NFL honors uh, results and everything that happened there. Uh, we uh, also have a bunch of news to talk about, uh, and uh, yeah, we're just really this is all the recap. This is just a recap episode, kind of putting uh, a nice old uh, is it a bun? Nice little like bow, bow, right? It's bow. Uh, nice little bow on everything that we've 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 done for the regular season, the virtual ball boys. Uh, because yeah, like like it, it isn't technically our our season finale. Like that's usually at the end of August, going into uh, a new season. Uh, but like it, this is the end of like weekly episodes. It's the end of of us talking about 
football being played on a on a field uh for uh, a good while and then as we transition to doing uh more off-season stuff including uh virtual ball boys football league uh which we'll talk about a little bit at the end of the show but matt let's let's we'll start with the super bowl uh the game itself um because i think that regardless of you know and we'll get to it but like they i think that overall i think it was a great game i think it was a lot of fun to watch it had you at the edge of your seat uh and i don't think i don't think it goes down as an all-timer but it's it is definitely it it, it does it kind of reminded me of last year's game a a bit i think maybe last year's game was a little bit better because it did have like that big time moment of Joe Burrow trying to get down to uh, trying to move the Bengals down the field and then Aaron, Aaron Donald coming in with the sack and that was like a very cool moment um for the Super Bowl. I don't think the Super Bowl had that moment um cons- uh, that all things considered, but it was it was still a lot of fun. Um so the game started out with with back-to-back touchdowns uh from both teams. Uh, and so it started out fun, and then all of a sudden, uh, it, it, the Eagles had a really rough uh, second possession. The Chiefs then uh, tried to take advantage of that, uh, but when they were stopped on fourth down, they went for a field goal, and they missed it, and that opened the doors for the Eagles to get uh, a, a nice touchdown. I believe that was the touchdown uh, that was thrown uh, to A.J. Brown, uh, I believe you're right. Yeah, which is an incredible, incredible play by AJ Brown, but uh, not an amazing throw by J- by Jalen Hurts, but just the way that AJ Brown was able to adjust and get that touchdown was incredible. That took put them into the lead, um, and then uh, it was if the Chiefs then punted, and it felt like all right, well then now the Eagles might begin to run up the score a bit, uh, but then. Uh, six plays into, uh, or, fi- or at least five plays into the uh, the, the Eagles' next possession, uh, they fumbled the ball, and and the Chiefs' Nick Bolton picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown, and so then the score was tied. Uh, that didn't stop the Eagles from getting another touchdown on their next possession. Uh, and a field goal, which then put them up 24-14. I forget, was it in the first quarter when they had a, a long review about uh, one of the catches? Uh, there, there, was at least, there was at least two reviews I, I yeah. remember regarding I, with I the I forget Eagles. when exactly those happened. Yeah, there was at least one position where the, it, it looked like uh, the Eagles uh, had the ball or had the catch, but for some reason, it ultimately... The, the it it was almost it was almost knocked out for a, a fumble, uh, but it ultimately was ruled uh a uh it was it was not a caught ball, um and it 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 just goes back to the long debate about the what is a fucking catch and I don't understand why we need to keep on having this discussion, uh and you know, everyone could think uh the the Megatron uh catch from whatever years it was. Uh, that ultimately changed the, the <laughs> what a catch was for the rest of time and having to debate that. Um, so, yeah, so the at, at the end of the half, it was 24-14, so the Eagles were in pretty good shape, but I think all of us understood that it was still the Chiefs and anything happened. It was also near the end of the second 
uh, end of the the first half rather that it looked like Patrick Mahomes uh got injured again or at least reaggravated the injury that he ha- had been dealing with um and so there was a little bit of a question of whether or not he would even play for the rest of the game at this point um and so then we got the uh Rihanna halftime show Matt what did you think of think of the halftime show um I thought it was good um I've noticed that like a lot of the I don't know if it's the way they broadcast it or what in like sound or video but mm-hmm. it 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 feels like like the the sound that comes through on TV past couple years has not felt like it's a live performance like it feels very like overproduced and mm. I'm not a huge fan of it yeah that's fair um the like the sound specifically I thought like staging wise it was fine not the most extravagant but Rihanna's also pregnant turns out so yeah. I get why she couldn't do anything like super massive um yeah, a lot of jokes about it being a Smash Bros. stage. One hundred percent, yes. Which is earned. Um, yeah, <laughs> which was funny, but yeah, I thought I thought it was really solid overall. Yeah, but not that not didn't didn't light the world on fire like other recent pastime shows. Yeah, I, pastime I, halftime past halftime. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I I think it was I think it was a good halftime show. I I didn't think it was like incredible, but it was it was the I, I said it on Twitter, but like oh I I realized I had the I I like a lot more of Rihanna songs than I thought. Uh, yeah, because because she she just has like so many hits, and you just mm-hmm. kind of forget after a while. Like oh wait, that was Rihanna that actually sang that um and so yeah she's she's incredible as an artist um i'm with you though it 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 gives me like thanksgiving day parade vibes uh of like the when everyone obviously is lip syncing because it no one's like actually wired up to anything so they just give them like the foam microphones and and yeah play their songs um it, it did give me a little bit of that um that energy during the the performance but yeah i i just was like oh okay no like this is a really cool uh soundtrack and then i i, I loved all the people that like the the outfits that the people were wearing just reminded me of like a bunch of people like dressed up as marshmallows just running out <laughs> onto the field i thought that was i that, those are just very funny shots i always just try to look for the meme worthy stuff uh, oh, absolutely for, for halftime uh it didn't quite uh deliver on that front outside of like the uh, the like the low-hanging fruit of oh yes this looks like it's a mario bro stage or a smash bro stage or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so yeah no it was it was good um but yeah nothing nothing amazing either um and so then we got back into the game and the right out of the gate the chiefs got back into it uh with a really nice touchdown drive um, and then the, uh, Eagles kicked a field goal. This was a tight call. I think this was the one that was, uh, uh, once again, another, uh, pass complete, uh, that looked at first, like it could have been ruled as an incompletion because of, uh, one person not like the, the, the person that caught it, uh, Goddard, like looked like he had his foot up in the air, his back foot up in the air. When he caught it, uh, it turned out to not really be the case after after the Chiefs challenged it. Um, so I thought that was it, it, like it, it definitely was like okay, this is going to be a game that the officiating at the very least is going to be talked about in some capacity because of these two challenges 
uh, uh, or at least two like catches that we don't know whether or not they were truly catches. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the then there was uh, the, it almost uh, because of the that because that was ultimately ruled a catch. It felt like okay, the Eagles could go get to, get the touchdown. Did not happen, uh, and the Eagles uh, instead settled for the field goal, and then. Because it's 27-21, of course, the next drive would have Patrick Mahomes uh, going for uh, the touchdown. Uh, and, uh, they, and and they they ultimately do that. They take the lead. Uh, and it, it ends up become, getting kind of exciting at the end because you have, even though the Eagles punted, the, the Chiefs score a touchdown. So it's 35-27. Um, then the Eagles get, uh, march down the field relatively quickly, get a touchdown on their end, and then also, uh, get the two-point conversion. Um, and so things are starting to feel like, all right, uh, now, uh, now let's see if, uh, like, let's see how the rest of this plays out, because... I believe that there was a good amount of time left in the fourth quarter where even if the Chiefs scored a touchdown, the Eagles would still have time. However, the key play of the game was unfortunately yet another officiating. I don't even want to say it's a snafu, but it was kind of like, eh, could you have called it? Could you have not called it? It's up in the air. And it's one of those things that, like, they maybe would not have called that earlier in the game. That's the thing. Or, like, anything anything like that. Like, it was so much, like, like you wouldn't have, like, it, the way the rest of the game was going, the way the rest of the game was being officiated, it didn't feel like that is something that would have been called, right? Right. So and that's, that combination, The uh, speci- specifically, uh, James Bradbury got called for holding on Juju Smith-Schuster. Right. Um, and which led to the Chiefs being able to, like, get another play, they were able to run Jarek McKinnon to the two-yard line. Jarek McKinnon went down, and then they ran the clock out, kicked the field goal, giving Philly, like, no time to do a, a Hail Mary kickoff return, whatever the fuck. Um, or no, they they got to run, like, an actual play, but it was not anything substantial. Right, it would have taken a miracle to have actually it, succeeded yeah. in that drive. Yeah, and so it's basically, it was on, it was on Bradbury, unfortunately uh to he he tried to he, he got a little bit uh, uh grabbing on the jersey and he got the penalty and uh i think a lot of especially eagles fans were super upset by the call uh it is worth noting that after the game bradbury did own up to it and said that it was defensive holding that the, the refs made the right call um the it, it really it just comes down to would it have been in, in any in a another i i just feel like generally speaking there is there is a point uh in these nfl games where especially in one that of this highest take it's a fucking super bowl that mm-hmm. when it's this close and it's and there is like other thing like they, they usually let them play in a high stakes moment like that um I so I I think that's what makes it even more surprising. Like we like you were saying, Matt. Like it, they they usually ch- maybe pick or choose when they do it. I would think that it would be in this circumstance, in the moment where it could decide a game, 
that you would not throw a defensive holding and you would just let the let let the call stand and you would have the Chiefs instead, you know, kick the field goal, go up 38-35 and then have and then the Eagles would then have their chance to potentially go down the field and either kick a field goal or or go for the win with a touchdown. Uh-huh. I, and it's like yeah. a, a lot of this too is like all down to timing too. If this happens even at the end of the half, the first half, yeah. no one gives a shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's kind of silly, and then you move on. But because it's at the end of the game, it is it it it, it feels worse, right? It feels yes. worse to watch. And especially yeah. like uh, especially if you're rooting for the Eagles, like I like I, I think both of us were. Sure. Um it feels like well, okay. Yeah. All right. Like it, it, it's kind of like a bit of a gut punch. I I think for me, I I I, I just root for a good game, and I'm yeah. just kind of like it to have a game kind of feel like it got robbed of like a really special ending. I think that's the bummer of it. And I I granted like, and I said I said this on I I I streamed that night. Um, and I I said it then, but I'll say it again. Like I I I think that. There is so many games that end this way in the regular season that mm-hmm. we look at that penalty that happened, and there would be some people that would be upset about it. But overall, we understand like, okay, no, that is the right call, and that player did screw over their team. But that is one game in the regular season. Yeah, and when it happens on this big a stage, it's like, man, couldn't they just have kept the laundry in their pocket? Like, couldn't yeah. they just have let it play out? That's and the only thing. There's there's also so there's so much more of the game too. Like if Jalen Hurts doesn't fumble that, right. they're in a completely different situation. If um Harrison Bucker, even if Harrison Bucker made that earlier field goal, they're in a completely different situation. Like yeah. going going both ways on both teams. Like that's part of the game is weird weird shit happens. What I do like and what what I what I think is good and I think is a good good lesson to take away is how the Eagles responded in all their post-game press stuff yeah it was all very much like we could have played better like like you said earlier james Bradbury was like yeah that's holding like like they all were like it sucks but we but we we blew it essentially and and that's that's my argument for all of these times when we've had officiating issues which are going to be a are just a thing in the nfl you you have to understand that there is there is going to be this random side to the NFL where the the refs could easily decide a game, and that's just how it is, and it sucks, but it's just how it goes. But I would my argument is that also like yes, that you could have these crucial moments where a call from a from a ref or a lack thereof could decide the outcome, but at the same time. There's so there's a, there is a gray area to be had where there is so many things that lead to a final score being what it is that mm. even though yes it's you could put the spotlight on like oh yeah the officiating sucks like it it's also yeah the Eagles completely like their their number one defense completely shut the bed in the second half like they completely they- allowed the Chiefs to come back. And and that 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 not to take anything away from Mahomes and and again what a, an incredible incredible player Mahomes is and and mm-hmm. that what the Chiefs were able to pull off on on offense like it, it is inc- the, they did great but that it, was the single greatest offensive line performance I have ever seen in a postseason holy 100%. shit one hundred percent the 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 
Eagles defense sat like a sacking records this season. And the Eagles offensive line led in zero sacks. Yeah. It like you can't you can't stop that, right? No. It's insane. Yeah. Like they they just played so damn well in the second half. Um, I, I, Patrick Mahomes deserves all the flowers. And again, Travis Kelsey is like a cheat coach for this team. Like, I mean, I know for a while it was having Tyree Kill there as well, but the, even just having him is so, has just been so valuable to them. Um, you know, and the weapons that they do have uh, alongside it, you know, has worked out in their favor as well. Um, I, I I do I do I don't want it to get lost though that I I also think Jalen Hurts had like just one of the like the best Super Bowl performances that you can ever ask for oh. in a in a in a in a losing effort had an incredible yep. performance especially with all the talk about how the Eagles you know played it, it that like they they to- they blew out their two opponents so everyone was like oh yeah ha- they haven't really been tested which I would also say. First of all, fine. Fuck that. Say, fuck that notion. Like all the way, like out of here. You can, like you the can, Eagles are not the fucking Vikings. Well, so so so, <laughs> but mainly, I think they're mainly talking about those two games. And like, look, I like fine. Yeah. You can say that about the Giants. Fine. The Giants are not. The Giants weren't even supposed to be in the divisional round. So take that. But you you are completely like dismissing what the 49ers defense that that 49ers defense was still pretty freaking strong and the and Jalen Hurts had did not have like the best game in that perform in in that in that uh in that national in the NFC championship game um but like they still ended up winning that game handily and yes I understand like uh, if Brock Purdy was healthy like who knows how how that game would have played out but like I think you have to respect that they were they were in that game and they were completely in this game and Jalen Hurts was playing out of his mind and and his two the two weapons of Devontae Smith and AJ Brown were great and 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 uh, I it just it it just didn't work out for them and it, it, it again the second half was really the big one where Patrick Mahomes where it looked like he was going to be out for the rest of the game he was mm-hmm. like no you like he 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 once again held true and he played out of his mind. And a lot of people were pointing out like the scramble that he had. I think to throw one of the touchdown passes or throw the ball down the field that was incredible. Like he's yeah, he's just he is probably gonna end up being like the the best uh, young. He's definitely the best young quarterback to ever enter the NFL. Whether yeah. he'll become the best quarterback ever is is yet to be seen. But mm-hmm. I, I don't doubt him at this point. I don't think anyone should. Uh, congrats to congrats to Kansas City. Um, it was a, it was a, it, it is going to be harder to root for you <laughs> in, yes. in future years, but I, I respect the hell out of out change of, your mascot. Yeah. Yeah. Change your mascot. Change like your I, mascot. Yeah. Like, every, <laughs> like I, I get, I don't mind anything else about this team, but fucking change your mascot. <laughs> change your fucking mascot. You just, can, you can win all the it. Super Bowls if you want. Just change your mascot. <laughs> just change your mascot, please. Uh, so yeah, that's Kansas City Archers. You got it. You can keep Arrowhead. <laughs> right there. You go. There you go. <laughs> that, that's that's that, that, that's a good way to put it. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um. So that's that was that was the Super Bowl. That's that was the I, game. I do want to like give give one more quick thing. Yeah. Because no. the um, as I was watching, and may, maybe this is why it hurt a little bit more. Um. Sorry for for the squeak. I have a dog. 
It's okay. Um, we we know. Letting, letting <laughs> viewers know. Reminder. Um, yeah. But that, I don't know if it was pregame coverage or something they said like during the game, but there was a note on Jalen Hurts specifically that kind of like, I think, I think Jalen Hurts might be one of my favorite players in the NFL, period. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the things that they said was was about how he didn't end up where he was, like how how most players do. Like he had a very strange life path, and it's just kind of one of those messages of of like when it comes to like like career shit, right? Life throws a ton of curveballs at you, and even if things don't go the way that they happen, you can you can still push through and you can still end up where uh somewhere good and somewhere that 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 helps you and makes makes you better that's kind of the shit that i've been going through the past five years or so so sure um really Really relate to him on that on that level so yeah good on you jalen hurts love love watching you play and i uh i i hope the best you you have made me uh, a, a huge fan yeah, it, it is. It was. It's a, a great story, and I think, uh, I think we're gonna. You know, I, I, you hopefully see that this Eagles team is gonna continue to be. You know, we we talked about it, uh, whether it was last week or the week before, um, that you know the Eagles are built to continue to win. They, yep. and so they're in great shape, and the Chiefs are are gonna be the same thing. So we 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 are. This is. A very likely there's a very likely scenario that we're going to see these two teams face each other again in the Super Bowl, for all we know. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, one last thing for something during the Super Bowl. Ah uh, uh, yes, we had our uh, so technically it's our third annual commercial draft, but it is the uh, only the second one that we're doing as part of the podcast. Um, the, so the, I, I actually looked into this, Matt. So the first time that we did this was actually, that was the one that was the close battle, uh, okay. where it was, right. it was, we're, we actually were tied four, four at one point, And it was a, it was like, there was a Robin Hood. I think I, I drafted Robin Hood or you you, know, you drafted Robin Hood and I had like uh, another commercial. I forget what it was. And you ended up getting it. And the commercial that I chose never even aired. That's right. That's right. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and then last year, I think last year was the blowout. I don't know the what blowout. happened with that, but that was yeah. the one that was uh, that I like you just uh, like be- a five to one or something. Something ridiculous like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this year was ended up being a lot tighter. Um, I believe the first commercial to air out of anything was the Pepsi Zero Sugar commercial, which I drafted. Um, there was something weird with that where I thought that was one commercial with both Ben Stiller and, uh, uh, what's, uh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yeah. Uh, and so I was like, okay, well, I, I kind of hope that the, that the, at least the other one airs soon and it did it ended up being like very early that they they aired the 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 other version of the commercial i was like okay so that makes that that made me feel a little bit better um so yeah that 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 aired and then it was the uh squarespace adam driver commercial that aired which was followed by the TurboTax dancer commercial uh was the second one that aired and then uh so then i was down two to one i believe and then it was the, and then like it, we ended up getting having it tied around like the third quarter with like Doritos Jack Harlow, uh, commercial, yep. 
Um, and then it was, uh, you took the lead with with the Miles Teller Bud Light, and then I had a a scenario where both the Crown Royal Dave Grohl commercial and the Mister Peanut Roast commercial aired back to back, and so I, it yeah. went from a three to two deficit for me to a four to three lead. Uh, so I was like, all right, hell yeah. And then, uh, I, we were waiting for two commercials for Matt, one for me. And luckily for me, the workday Ozzy Osbourne and a bunch of rock star commercials aired. And that solidified my first ever victory for the commercial draft. Yeah. Uh, so I was very happy with that. Uh, but, uh, it's worth noting that, uh, later in the game, uh, the both the T-Mobile commercial with John Travolta and the sketches commercial with Snoop Dogg also aired back to back to each other also back to back just just like when snoop Dogg came on i was like well (laughs) you know it made me at least happy that all the commercials aired (laughs) i I was thinking about like what happened to me the few years back where i was just like wait the the commercial i dropped didn't even didn't even show up on the tv but um uh but yes i'm i'm super pumped that i got the victory and let me tell you about i this has become one of my favorite parts of the super bowl oh it's oh it's great and the commercials were better this year still not great sure better overall what was your favorite oh um certainly not the eminem commercial i'll say that no that was that was not awesome um i i i think there was two sad dog commercials that that I think were effective in what they're giving mm-hmm. off. Certainly, the farmer's dog commercial uh, Jesus completely Christ, that shit. completely destroyed me. Yeah. Uh, so in that sense, I thought those were good. Um, I I I forget if there is one that like really made me laugh. Uh, I'm gonna have to like revisit it. Um, there is there is there is some that were just so off the wall unhinged. Because if I wasn't around yeah. my parents for the avocados from Mexico one, yeah, where everyone was nude, yeah, that I was... think I would have liked that one a lot more. Yeah, no, that was a <laughs> weird one. That was that was, that was like an interesting, interesting route to go down. Um, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Like the, I, I feel like the Ben Stiller, Steve Martin ones were were kind of funny. Like they were not like out like outlandishly funny, but I was just no. like, oh, like I like both of those actors generally, and so I feel like it's it was it, it's nice seeing them like do like like oh they're in all these different movie scenes and stuff. So I thought that was that kind of worked out. Um, yeah, I can't I can't I right now I can't really think if there if there is one that stood. Was there? Do you have one that that stood out to you the most? Uh, the Sarah McLaughlin one was pretty good. Oh yes, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's the problem with some ads is that like, oh, it's the Sarah McLaughlin one. Can't fucking tell you what the product was. I think it was Bushlight. Don't know for sure. <laughs> Ineffectual as an advertisement, I guess. Yeah. Um. I I was like. The, the the NFL commercial that they had for the flag football. Oh yes, no, that's the answer actually. Yeah, that's that, my answer. That, that was no, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I think it, I think for it it didn't work for my house as much because I think a lot of people were, like the moment that uh, I think it was Devonte Adams was in the bird suit. Was mm-hmm. it Devonte Adams? It was Devonte Adams. Yeah. Um, but like the moment that he was revealed, everyone was like, "Who the, who is that?" And I was just yeah. like, "It's it's it's, a, it's, a, it's another football player. It's They're fine. all football players." It's a, it's... Sauce Adams was eating Wayne's. Or yes. Sauce Adams, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, the he was with the sauce with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I like Aiden Hutchinson and uh, Cam. Was it, I think it's Cameron Hayward that was with him. 
Uh, yeah. that I thought that was that was funny. Um, I I actually kind of enjoyed the, the uh the the T-Mobile commercial with uh the Scrubs people and John Travolta. I thought that was I thought that was funny. I think it's, it's cool. I I fucking hate that song. You, oh really? Okay. So, so okay. So uh, the 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 music itself very fucking catchy. Yeah. The guys part, like the actual song, the guys part is re like really rapey. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Like it, like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh the Uber one commercial with uh Diddy was I felt like went on for way too long. Yes, that I thought yeah. like that one was just like, all right, we get it. Like he's he's trying to he's doing he's doing jingles, even though he said he wouldn't do jingles. Um, so he's just doing songs, right? Yeah, it just it was weird. And then there was also uh, I can't believe he did a fucking clueless commercial in the year of our Lord twenty twenty. That was that was wild. Yeah, that was that was that was a bizarre <laughs> one. I had I had someone in high school who who like basically was like that is the best movie ever made. Clueless. I was just like, all right. Okay. More power to you, I guess. Uh, <laughs> like, um, uh, break, Breaking Bad Popcorners. I actually like that one. Yeah. Actually, you know what? The unequivocal worst commercial I think of the night might actually have been the Kick of Destiny. Because that was so anticlimactic. And also, fuck that shit about being live. It was not. It, it was absolutely not live. It was absolutely uh, not was, live. I forget who I was like. Uh, or, or someone on Twitter was li- like... Um, like oh they they like they couldn't have shot until he missed a, or until he made it. I was like, it's funnier if he grovels, right? It's funnier if he if he's like upset that he missed. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, and like objectively and, funnier. And if people bet on that, that's kind of, that's really bullshit. Like that whole that yeah. whole thing is just that. Well, that... it's not. So they weren't betting on Gronk making the making the kick. It was like if you did a bet, you got a certain amount of stuff oh uh, okay and then like you got it you got they gave it out they gave it out anyway okay okay i see i see yeah um yeah that yeah it's it's definitely hit or miss but i think overall it's still a fun part of the game of that you see what wild shit they're gonna put celebrities through and you know it's it, we walk away with it either like like oh man that was a great commercial or we just walk away and forget that it ever happened and so it's yep. it's perfectly inoffensive at the end of the day um unless you're the jesus commercials unless you're the jesus commercials that's listen great. listen <laughs> you can use that money in so much better ways right this is my problem th- this is my problem with it and then we can we can stop getting we, we can stop this part no it's okay you can use that money in so much better ways than buying a fucking super bowl commercial if you truly want to, like, follow your religion, I guess. I, I it, th- <laughs> those commercials are just fundamentally bullshit. By the way, like th- this yep. is not this is not me a commentary on Christianity at all. I like no. they 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 market themselves as being super like progressive, like everyone's welcome because he gets us because Jesus gets us. It, it's all backed by conservative, horrible human beings, like just that are doing like that that are basically doing the exact opposite of whatever, wh- doing everything that are like in their power to do terrible things to people that are trying to market their religion essentially right yeah so it's just it's 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 bullshit it's all bullshit with that let's take a break and we will uh get to the uh the rest of the podcast i forget what we're doing uh more more recaps up yep 
Sick of talking about video games with people who just want to be toxic? Me too. So join us over at the Gaming Coop. We come together each month to talk about what we love about video games. Discussion topics range from our favorite soundtracks to the best relationships between characters. We also have some fun segments in which we play some trivia or build our school of gaming. Find us on Anchor or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Game on! All right, we're back. Uh, Let us continue with our recap. The NFL Honors happened on the Thursday before. uh, And again, if you listen to our podcast, probably... Uh, the, the well, well, the moment it came out because the results would already be in. Uh, but you know that I got everything one hundred percent correct. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> uh, so let's let's go through it. Uh, the MVP, of course, ended up being Patrick Mahomes. Uh, By the way, no Mahomes first first MVP to win the Super Bowl since the year two thousand. That's crazy. That so <laughs> that's a curse. That is finally broken, and we don't love And I think he also time. broke the Madden curse, or was one of the people who broke the Madden curse, so... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's wild, That too. That Madden curse has kind of... I feel like there, there was a, there's been a, a, a handful of things that... I think Brady might have been the other one that, like, yeah. that broke it. Yeah, it's a weird... It's That's a weird one. Um, Offensive Player of the Year was Justin Jefferson. Well deserved. I, I, did, I, I do want to mention I did write Jalen Jertz. <laughs> for MVP. Sure. I didn't notice until now. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh defensive player of the year was Nick Bosa. Okay. Uh yep. offensive rookie of the year is Garrett Wilson and defensive J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, yeah, Jets. Defensive rookie of the year is Sauce Gardner. So Jets Saucy. had a very good haul. As we expected. Once we came out, we, we all kind of came out of that draft being like, man, the Jets did a really good job drafting, and it proved and, uh, and it turned of, out they did a really good job drafting. Yes, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Like, that, that completely <laughs> proved to be true. Yep. Uh, Coach of the year, Brian Dayball. So good there night for go. New York in the fu- and looking towards the future, I guess, uh, overall. Uh, comeback player of the year ended up being Geno Smith. Good for him. Good, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the uh, I don't I don't know if they even present this on stage, but the assistant uh, coach of the year ended up being D'Amico Ryan's of the 49ers uh for a very nice defensive unit uh all right here's some headlines that we missed uh over the course of the last week uh it, it, not, not everything here is uh pro- not everything's going to be covered but just the things that we wanted to highlight starting with uh the eagles coaching staff has been uh, uh basically been Two of their key assistants basically are now head coaches uh, after the Super Bowl. Uh, so we'll start with the Colts head coach is now Shane Steichen. Steichen? 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 Steichen. Yeah, whatever. Uh, he's uh, he, he's now the Colts head coach. Um, Don't know uh, really much what to think about this because... I forget. Is Nick Sirianni the offensive guy or the de- or defensive guy? I forget. I think he. I believe he's offensive. Yeah, he's he was, he, he was the Colts OC. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's that was a you know, the Colts were good back when Nick Sirianni was there with with Frank Reich, um, and uh, and then continuing that tree, which with Shane. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I we'll see how it goes. Uh, and Cardinals, uh, got their head coach in Jonathan Gannon, who was the Eagles defensive coordinator, uh, which also makes sense, uh, uh, considering the fact that that defense was one of the best in the league. 
Yep. Um, so both the two of the best defenses in the NFL with the Eagles and 49ers, both of their defensive corners became head coaches in the cycle. Makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, I, I guess the only thing to really say to those situations is just kind of like, all right, well, the Colts are uh, in a complete rebuild state at this point. We don't know like what the future is going to be with them. The Cardinals, it's more like you kind of, you, you have a franchise quarterback and you have some talent. You kind of do want to try to win now. Um, so I think Gannon may be in a much more difficult position, but mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Uh, and, and, and the other thing, too, is once again, another cycle where like, all right, you, we did get one black head coach hired, but um, it was like, a I think, overall, like a net zero situation since right, Lovey Smith was was fired, fired. and yeah. yeah, and and like once again, Eric Bieniemy doesn't get hired, and it's just it's continuing issues with the NFL being dicks. Yep. Um, God, like one note on Bieniemy, like I've seen a couple things where like he, like the reason he's not getting hired is like ways that he treats players in the locker room or something. Like Lashawn McCoy came out and said something like that. Or the the whole thing of like, oh well, he has to prove himself like not being under Andy Reid. So like he's getting Ravens and Commanders OC interviews, right? Right, right, yeah. Um, and then uh, a podcast I was listening to today said it was funny. It, it would be horrible if like uh, if Gannon reached out and said, "Hey, do you want to come be uh, Arizona's OC?" It's like I just kicked your, or you just kicked my ass, and now you have to work under me. <laughs> right right yeah so my my hope for him is that he he goes to the ravens or the commanders and is is really good and then gets a head coaching job even, even though he should have one by now yeah yeah i it's <laughs> it, it is absurd i i that it, it is taking this long the everyone there's so many excuses there's even like people go back to it a, a, a incident that happened where he got arrested for something back when he was like on the Colorado coaching staff, I want to say. And that was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, years ago at this point, granted, like, I don't know. I forget what the specific details were involved. So like, it might be that, that it was something that was really bad, but I, who, I, who hasn't got arrested in the nineties, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's, that's a way to put it. Um, <laughs> no, I like, I, it, but look, it, it's, it's just right now. I, I, I think that we can just everyone has baggage and it just doesn't really make sense why this guy has just baggage hanging over him constantly. It just, it just feels weird unless something does eventually come out that is really damning, but it's just, that has not really come to the surface as of yet. Um, the Derek Carr as expected has been released. So he is free from the uh uh black and white or black and gray black and silver black and silver that's it black and silver shackles of being in las vegas uh with the raiders and having to deal with that organization he can now sign with whatever team he wants um matt what's what in your opinion do you feel like where, where would you like to see Derek Carland? well on a personal level, I want to see him go to the Saints so that he's not in the Panthers. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. sure. Um, honestly, I think best place for him would be the Jets. Mm. The Jets are, like, the Jets have a fantastic defense, right? Right. Like, 
like and especially like a year forward like that that defense is going to take a leap and i see like the the offense minus the quarterback on the jets is so fucking good especially Brees hall's totally healthy you got Brees hall you got garrett wilson you get your offensive um, line back healthy too get, which is the being get, really good for them in the early starts of the season exactly full offensive line healthy like Derek Carr in that situation becomes a Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers. Yep. And I think that's a perfect fucking place for him to be. Yeah. And Jet, Jet, and, Jets and, could go for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> right. Jets could also get Jimmy Garoppolo. But, like, that type of player, right? Yes. Who will not lose you the game. Yeah. Because you have an amazing defense and you have an offense that can support not lights out quarterback play, but really, really competent quarterback play, which Derek Carr always has. But he's been stuck on the fucking Raiders who have never gotten it together when it matters. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would like to see him go to the Jets. Um, please, not the Panthers. I just like Panthers. They, they, they need to draft someone or Matt Corral needs to like be uninjured and see what they get get with him i don't know what the deal is going to be with the panthers yeah but i I, look i i i definitely feel like um i i definitely feel like he is has had a lot of great moments in the league in terms of really being uh, a solid quarterback i mean he he kind of had almost an mvp like season the year that he ended up almost getting the Raiders to he he did get the Raiders to the playoffs but he ended up getting injured getting out for the rest of the year um and man then, that was I I was so I was so sad because the yeah. Raiders were my like AFC Super Bowl pick that season yeah too. yeah they they were they were great and and so like I like you kind of are waiting to see that that side of car ever return we don't know if it'll ever happen but I, get get him in the right situation. I I could totally see it happening. So yeah, I, I I'd be curious. I will say, Matt, though, I I kind of been I was I've been looking around at the league, and looking at, at all the quarter all look everyone's current quarterback situations, and I feel like and and maybe maybe this is a wild take. Maybe this is not something that is like not accurate maybe maybe people could talk me down off of this i feel like at least three quarters of the league have quarterback questions when when i say that it may not even name 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 the eight solid ones i think the eagles yes Uh, so 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 let me let me start up before i even continue let me state this there is some of those teams that i feel like their quarterback should be locked in. I think that I think those that quarterback should be locked in. It's just the fact that the aura of what's happening, there might be a chance that they do something dumb and get rid okay, of the quarterback. Yeah. I, I can feel that. Okay, so, so let's let, yeah. So, so, so it's Eagles, Eagles, Chiefs. Eagles, yeah, Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, uh, Bills, uh, Bengals, uh, Bengals. Uh, I would. I'm gonna say Steelers right now, just because they're gonna stick with Kenny Pickett no matter what. Yes, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Pickett solid. Browns because they signed they signed a deal with the devil. Yes. Um, the Chargers because Justin yes. Herbert. Yep. yep. Um, and Jaguars Trevor Lawrence. I'm. I will. I will. I will agree with those. Uh, add the Cowboys. I think unless that. So that's so unless... that's the thing. I that's the thing. Like I'm like. 
yes, they <laughs> should stick with Dak Prescott, but yeah. there is enough question marks and there's enough people being like, well, he was, he was a turnover machine. Like, I, I could just see the Cowboys doing something fucking wild and maybe do, maybe saying, like, all right, maybe Dak Prescott's no longer the guy. I don't think Jerry Jones has the fucking balls. He probably doesn't. And I'm, <laughs> I would be, and again, like, I think that he deserves a chance. Like, Dak, yeah. Dak Prescott's had, had many great performances in the league. And I just, I, like, yes, there's there's times where he's a bit mistake prone. It happens like I, I kind of feel like the kind of player that he is, he deserves the chance. And I, I, I feel the same thing about like Justin Fields, like I and and being like he should be the Bears quarterback moving forward. And don't get me started. I know, I know. You I can I, get me started later. Don't get me started. No, right yeah, I'm just this is just surface level. I'm just saying like that should that should be an easy thing that they they stick with Justin Fields. Say and and I would even say like the card like the Cardinals with Kyler Murray, people would be like, well, wait, what about him? And I'm like. I, I just, I don't know, maybe with a new regime, would they, they might stick with Kyler Murray right now, but, like, could that change? Could something happen where they're like, I we don't know if this guy's going to be the guy? Do they make a change sooner rather than later? Um, I don't know what Kirk Cousins' current contract situation is. I know that he's not a free agent necessarily, but could they decide to move on from him? That's why I'm not bringing the Vikings into it. Like, there's there's definitely, like, a a area where you could probably bring that number up a lot more uh, of like the teams that are more solid at quarterback but it's just like there's just enough question mark and, and intrigue about around the quarterback position going into the offseason for a lot of football teams that i kind of was not expecting <laughs> yeah um, and you putting it that way like you you are absolutely correct like there's so much weird shit going on so yeah. much weird shit in the air the entirety of the nfc south does not have a quarterback yeah so like that's that yeah. that that's just to kind of give you the like a beginning like look at like what the fuck is gonna even happen this upcoming year like who knows how many new starters there might be and we might have been saying something similar to this last year and maybe not have been as much turnover but again this is just potential like potential uh, things that could potentially happen who knows um two uh quick notes before we uh like begin to really wind down here uh the uh, alvin kamara was uh, officially indicted for the uh assault incident that happened uh in las vegas last year i want to say it last was. year yeah. yeah um and so uh that uh that happened i I don't know. I, I'm guessing that there's still going to be a trial and things like that. Um, uh, but that's that. That's an update on that uh, particular uh, case. And then uh, the Bears, they bought the spot in Arlington Heights. They've been eyeing for a that could result in a stadium. It does. It may not have to result in the stadium. That it is just leverage for if. Uh, they can't get the improvements to Soldier Field that they want. Uh, that's really the only reason why they're doing this. I think. Yep. I, I like. Do you met my the 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 Bears the number one Bears fan the the yes the, 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 on this uh, podcast yes yeah on this podcast right. <laughs> um, do you feel like this team is going to move out of Soldier Field? I believe this team will move out of Soldier Field. Really? If, okay. If they don't get something from from the city, okay. Like, I so here's here is the thing about city government right now and this is not this is not a political party statement I want to put that very clear sure but the city of Chicago 
and the Bears have not had a great relationship. The field at Soldier Field fucking sucks because it's not the responsibility of Soldier Field to keep up with. It's the responsibility of the Chicago Park District for some fucking reason. Yeah, that's wild. So that alone has always been shit. The fact that, like, they built... And I, I kind of dig it. I really enjoyed couple, the few times I went to Soldier Field, how it's, like, the classic old building and then the fucking, like, UFO landing on top of it. Yeah. Almost. Like, I think... I I kind of dig it in a way. Mm-hmm. But it has put the building to a point where there's not much else you can do with it. And even the plans that they drew up for, like, what the um, what the new one would look like just aren't they don't look great right yeah i'm not i'm not a huge fan of them um getting to the stadium is also a logistical nightmare in terms of parking and and transit and all that and i i actually a few months ago i drove i i didn't i didn't plan on it but i drove by where uh where in arlington heights where the where the stadium would be built it's a big fucking lot dude well, I would hope so. <laughs> it's a big no, but like it's a big. It, it's like like you even, you even look at like the the area that is covered on a map, and it's like oh, that's not that big. It's a big fucking lot, right? Yeah, and I feel like the with with how stadiums are going, especially with like more northern stadiums, also tending to move towards domes mm. and enclosed stadiums. I think that building from the ground up and being one of these like destination locations is going to be a huge thing for for the bears and you you see you see that happen even with with a lot of other teams that like it's it's amazing what like a a stadium lift will do to a team the vikings were like good but not not like one of the uh one of the like perennial playoff contenders really until they got the new stadium in recent years right sure um the the falcons got uh, they had that they they had their last season in the in the Georgia Dome where they went to the Super Bowl, but then Mercedes Benz has been like one of the best stadiums in the country. Right, right, one hundred percent. Well, Vegas, Chicago can host the Super Bowl. Like Chicago can host the Super Bowl if that happens too. Vegas exists. They they're still sucking, but that's a Josh McDaniels problem, not a new stadium problem. <laughs> sure, um, sure. Yeah. So like I I want a new stadium. And I want it. I want it to be domed. I want to see the stuff. I've driven driven around Arlington Heights. As long as I get like a big fucking parking lot too, it'll be fine infrastructure yeah. and traffic wise. Um, okay, you you've convinced me. You've convinced yes. me. I, I, no, I, I like I, it is. I I came into this like a little skeptical because I'm like ah they're just doing this for leverage. They're gonna stay at Soldier Field, but and they're they, like no, and, all right. and they might they might be doing that right. Yeah, but also the Chicago mayoral election is in two weeks. Mm. and that's like that's like a big fucking it's a big fucking deal like that that's one of the the race like you mean to the to the race yes oh that's fun yeah like it like it could that that specific thing could make make it so that Lori lightfoot is not the mayor that um it feels like considering the the many other uh important city issues in in, in chicago i'm sure yes uh, that uh maybe 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 the 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 stadium shouldn't be like on the top of the ballot but hey sure whatever whatever gets you elected i guess it's (laughs) it's it's weird because like all the candidates are democrats but okay well that's hey i will well that makes sense though given they also it's they also all have questionable police practices but 
Well, that's it's well, that's, fine. that's we can move on. You know what? That's many. That is many people of power, unfortunately. <laughs> <People> <laughs> of power. Um. All right. So that is that. I um. But that you know what? That does make me excited. I kind of. I'm always interested about stadiums and, and stadiums and, are cool. Yeah, stadiums are generally cool. Um, I actually on that note, I want to shout out to YouTube channel Five Point Sports, who okay. has a ton of videos on stadiums, both like really awesome stadiums and like like facts about them, but also the worst fucking stadiums you have ever seen. Hell yeah. I like that. I like it. A yeah, lot. and with like Google Maps flyovers, it's a uh, he he does good work. I rewatch a lot of uh, a lot of his stuff just because it's like, oh, that's a that's funny how how shit that stadium looks. Yeah, and it's mostly like D three colleges and minor league baseball stadiums, right? But uh, still fun. I want to <laughs> I want to add one more news item real quick. Before Please, we move on. um, the if you if anyone's been keeping an eye on the big old Twitter box. Whatever we want to call it at this point, a deck or a feed, uh, whatever. You may have seen one John Boyce tweet out just the just a sentence, a lowercase, working on stuff and a screenshot of what looks to me, Matt, to be our future off season episode, uh, where we discuss twenty thousand twenty. Was it twenty thousand? What's this would be twenty thousand twenty one. However, this this does look a lot more similar. I'm looking at it now. Looks a lot more similar to a Dorktown thing. Oh, all right. What do you do for Dorktown? But who knows? If it was a map of the country, I would say. Yeah. It's what we're looking I just, for. I just, I just, I just feel like oh, we're so close. Come on, John. We're so close. I need it. We need, I need it, John. It's right there. It's right there for the taking. Um. Yeah, but this does this does definitely look more like um this definitely does look more like Dorktown. Oh, damn it. I even retweeted it from the Virtual Ball Boys account. Hey, like, you know what? Uh, Dorktown's still great. History of the Atlanta Falcons, sure. go watch that. Oh my god, no, yeah, like they they, they do they do amazing great content. Yeah. I just I'm Have like, you have you seen History of the Atlanta Falcons yet? I, I started it. I haven't finished it yet. Um <laughs> both both that and the Mariners. I watched a lot of the Mariners documentary and did not finish it. Oh my um, god! <laughs> I know. I so I I need to return to those. Um, yeah. I'm right now uh, sitting. I, I I got hooked on the Psych Odyssey, which is the Double Fine uh, Productions uh, documentary on the making of Psychonauts Two, uh, nice. and it's all the behind the scenes stuff like of their process. And it's like kind of it's very like authentic in like in being like. They they show everything that happens in development, including like all like the really difficult decisions and stuff like that. It's 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 really compelling. I'm I'm enjoying it, um, from that angle. Uh, so yeah, good stuff all around. Um, so Matt, you finished the playoffs with a nine and four picking record. Uh, that is better than my eight and five picking record for the playoffs. Nice. Uh, what was our What was our Uh, we had two games. Three games different, I think. I think so. I think I I I, I think that the Jags it? Chiefs was one. Yes. Jags Chiefs was one. There was one in the wild card round that I got that you didn't Yeah. Um 
man wasn't wasn't giants vikings i've actually i i'm actually forgetting a lot of what has transpired uh in the last uh week or so i think or the last week i meant the last month i guess you you know Um, what (laughs) don't blame me <laughs> uh, what feels like the last fucking five years of my life. Yeah, the last Co- uh, Cow- uh, Cowboys Bucks was that's one right. That split on, I'm sure. That's right. I I, I yeah. do remember that. I think I think I went Bucks. You went Cowboys, and then the yeah. Cowboys won. Um, and then did we did we split on Bengals Bills? No, we split up. No, oh, we split on uh 49ers Eagles. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, because that that was the that was the uh, that was basically for all the marbles. I think yes, essentially. In, in that, in that one. We were, yeah, uh, we were we were either going to choose the Bengals to win or the Chiefs to lose. I think no matter what, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was that was the, that was the circumstance for sure. Um, <laughs> so overall, the our final pick records for the year. Uh, I sit at a 178-104 record, and Matt, you sit at a 174-108 record, uh, which, if I if you go back uh, to last year, I believe both of us did better than our records last year. Nice. If I, if I remember. Uh, yeah, go it looks, us. It looks like the 2021 records, uh, you were at 171-113, and I was at 168-116. So cool. I, I did like a 10 point swing essentially you did like three or four point swing or something like that my the goal for me is to get under 100 losses yes well i and i think yeah like i i was able to do it for the regular season um yeah but i i don't know if we could ever do it for our final for our final pick because that's that's tough never know with 17 with fucking 17 or 18 weeks yeah yeah no it's it's that is a very difficult thing to do but hey Maybe maybe we're gonna just have that magic when one of these years. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and one last thing before we ended off, we wanted to do a quick look back at some of our predictions that we made. Uh, Matt, do you remember uh, your uh, your initial Super Bowl prediction was Bills Eagles, right? Correct. And you did you say the Bills were gonna win that? I said the Bills were going to win. So the fact that I predicted Eagles Super Bowl losers, let's go. Yeah, you did. You did. Let's yeah, there go. you go. So that you got you got you predicted the Eagles Super Bowl runner up, which honestly is actually really, that, really it good. It is insane how accurate I got that. I like yeah. I like that that is the the last time that I made a a pick that was that accurate that wasn't like fully like like a, a consensus type thing you know was when uh well i i feel like was when i said oh the falcons are going to make the super bowl in like, like mid-season the season that they made the super bowl yeah you know yeah it, 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 that i think that's one of your best calls you're right you're just called shots for sure yeah um i will i and that's like that's my like that is my favorite pick that i've 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 ever made yeah probably um Wait. until until next year when when uh when justin fields deandre hopkins and the uh rookie of the year wide receiver um sure makes super bowl right? yeah 100 yeah, yeah that, 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 that's <laughs> you know what he knows uh <laughs> the uh, you heard it right here <laughs> um all right so the real quick i'm gonna go through so i, I and i yeah i was all over the place i had chargers over 49ers eh, and and then which, which granted, both of them made the playoffs and had a good shot at may- maybe making a run. Both of them, um, certainly the 49ers Four. did. Charters blew it. 
yeah, 40, 49ers one was was I I think really good. Yeah, despite the fucking turmoil that they went through. Yeah, I mean, granted, like it was like we didn't even know if Trey Lance was going to be great, and it turned out he only was played in a couple of games, and then uh, Jimmy Garoppolo got brought back in. Um, and, and like 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 considering the 49ers journey, the fact that they made it to that point as close as they did to the super bowl i'm like all right you know that's 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 I, that's commendable i then switched uh because the chargers were on a downswing i switched to ravens over 49ers that was a bad call because basically once the, that that was right when the ravens peaked and then they was just all kind of downhill from there and uh, the chargers actually played what started playing well again yeah exactly like i i should have just i should have stuck to my guns with the chargers but it, it was just the the moment in time um and then uh the chaos uh predict I, I i i did a chaos prediction for a super bowl where i did jets over seahawks um that was i was a me thing i don't think that was a uh that that wasn't a both of us thing i was just yeah. like let, what, let let me just throw this one out there turns out jets didn't make the playoffs seahawks got bounced in the first round so you know yeah. that's just it just happens it happens um what do you have your uh, preseason predictions for the NFC and AFC? I do. Let me let me hear it. All right. So playoff teams. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. Hit me with it. Hit me. All right. One seed Rams. Yeah. Uh, two seed Vikings. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take that one. Hey, actually, <laughs> got that. Got that one. That's close. Um, three seed New Orleans. Nope. Nope. Uh, fourth seed Philly. I had Philly winning the division. I didn't think that the NFC East would be the best division in football, though. So right, right. But who who could have? Yeah. Uh, fifth Tampa Bay. They got in. Sixth San Francisco. They got in. Yeah. Um, and then Green Bay. Fuck. I have never been so happier to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, it, mine's mine's not much better. I had the Rams yeah. at one, Bucks at two. Packers at three, like that. Just one, two, three. Yeah, just, that Jesus. is that is not great. Yeah. Four Eagles, though. I did have the Eagles as, as a as a division winner at least. Uh, mm. I had the 49ers as the fifth seed. Uh, the Saints, boo, as the sixth seed, and then the Lions as the seventh seed. Uh, and that oh, what could have been? What could have fucking been with the Lions? Um, yeah. AFC. I had <laughs> the Bills at one. Not okay. crazy. Uh. Ravens at two, and they made yep, it at same. least. Chargers at, Chargers at three. Same. And then Jaguars four. Um, okay, I had, Col- I had Colts at four. Yeah, Jaguars, Colts. I... <laughs> <laughs> ja- again, Jag- ja- Jaguars is like my favorite of your cult shots. Yes, that was that was a great cult shot. Um, the fifth seed was the Chiefs. Oh, how wrong I was. <laughs> uh, the Col- I had the Colts at least as a sixth seed, so at least I'm with you there where I thought the Colts were going to be much better. Uh, and then the seventh seed was uh, the Bengals. I think the only team that we did not have on the AFC uh, that I didn't have on the AFC side was the. Uh... Actually, who who did I not have? Do you not have the Dolphins? Uh oh shit! I forgot the Dolphins were even in the playoffs. They were in the playoffs. That's Chris. Wild. That is wild. <laughs> By the way, the Dolphins made the playoffs this year. I that, that is wild to me. Uh, what what was your what was the end of your AFC? Because I know you, um, you, so you I was had... I was the dumbass that put the entire AFC West in there. Oh, that's right. Casey Denver, Las Vegas. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's yeah that yeah. And we again. 
given the given everything that we knew, it, what did feel impossible at that point. Uh, but boy, howdy, where's it a crash and burn situation for the for both the Broncos and Raiders in that in that sense. Um, yeah. All right, now for for the midseason stuff. Oh, uh, oh, I was going to ask you. you, did, you that. did you have a preseason awards list? Did you have? To... I d- I did. Yes. Uh, can I just say the accurate ones? Sure, go ahead. Um, my uh, offensive player of the year was Justin Jefferson. Excellent, cool. That was the only one. <laughs> I will, I will. You know what? I will say two that did come close. I did have D, the D point Micah Parsons, me, and I had comeback, and I had comeback player Christian McCaffrey. Mm, yeah. So he was he was close. Yeah, I, 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 I have no shame. I wrote offensive rookie of the year, Malik Willis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like, why not? And I, I said defensive rookie of the year came on Thibodeau. Uh, he I did, also said that he 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 popped off later in the year, yeah. but like it was it was not it, there was better my, choices. My coldest take, I believe, would be uh, head coach Brandon Staley. Coach of the year. Oh yeah, I yeah. I mean yeah he made it, he, he brought the team to the playoffs I guess I had Dan Campbell and he I think he was in a he could have been in the conversation for coach yeah. of the year next year um, but next year. probably yeah maybe next year uh, that Lions Bears rivalry is about to pop the fuck off isn't oh it? Pl- please that, I want that's the so NFC bad. Championship fuck it that's the NFC Championship oh next year is the that, Bears Lions Chris, <laughs> Chris I would be so happy and so terrified at the same time <laughs> Bears Lions in the NFC Championship game oh my game. god that that de- that defies all logic <laughs> right, Bears Lions on one side and then fucking Jaguars Chargers on the other side yeah what a fucking like what a fucking like horrible matchup three weeks three years ago right yeah no, it, it, that that's it, it was brutal uh i do want to say our game over uh segment that we had this year we went eight for eight um hey. uh, I, I think after replacing uh yeah. teams uh here and there uh we the the final final group was the texans panthers bears cardinals broncos colts rams packers and all the missed Oh, we got we got real close with the Packers. We got like, real fucking we got close, real close with the Packers. <laughs> Last game of the regular season, close. And but we did it. We pulled we pulled it off. Holy hell! Uh, all right. So you want to do midseason now, right? Sure. Uh, um, because I, I got all my I got all the NFC teams right, just wrong seeding. Same here. Yeah. yeah. I I the only um actually the only. The only seeding I ended up getting wrong was the uh, the Giants ended up being the sixth seed, Seahawks the seventh yeah. seed. I had I had the Seahawks as the sixth seed, Giants the seventh seed. Everyone else I got the seeding right with. Uh, I had the Seahawks winning the division, and that was my wrong one. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, um a- AFC side, I had Tennessee winning their division. They did not. Yep, I had Baltimore same. winning their division. I should have. I, I you know, the Jaguars are in, were in rough shape at midseason, but I should yeah. have just stuck to my guns and kept the Jaguars there. But I, I went with you the Titans. You couldn't, you couldn't have known the Texans were going to go on that bad of a losing streak. Though. I, I know, I know. It's, it was, it was wild. The Titans, yeah, the, it, it was, it was miraculous how bad that losing streak was. Actually, that was, that was wild. Um, the Titans, uh, yeah, Titans were my three seed. Ravens were my four seed. So I still was did not believe in the Bengals at that point. Yeah. Uh, but I had the Bengals as a six seed. Um, uh, and yeah, so the, the teams I, I left out were the Chargers and Jags. Um, mm. I left out, yeah, I left out Chargers and Jags. I had Baltimore and I also had the Jets in. I also had the Jets in, yeah. Damn. Rest in peace. Goddamn Jets. <laughs> um, and then mid-season, 
awards. Uh, I I think both of us had Jalen Hurts as MVP at this point, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, offense player of the year, we both had Justin Jefferson. I actually switched to Christian McCaffrey here. Did you? Oh, okay. I did. I, I thought yeah. I I thought you I, I thought you stuck through, but that's okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, defensive player of the year, I think we would probably both have Michael Parsons here, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, offensive rookie, who did you have? I actually had Chris Olave. Oh yeah, I thought I, the Saints were going to be better than they were. No, I, yeah, I had Kenneth Walker the third, who is the runner-up. Almost won. Yeah. yeah. Uh, defensive rookie. Sauce. Yeah, I had Sauce as well. Sauce. Coach of the year. I had Sirianni at this point. I had Dable. Uh, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, well, I I was just like I could not fucking believe the Giants were as good as they were. So I was yeah. just like I'm gonna give him all the awards, please. Um, and then uh, comeback player of the year. For some reason, I had Travis Etienne. Who I don't even that's think it. was. Who, no, no, that's not, not a that's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick, but I'm surprised yeah. I had that pick at midseason. I guess maybe it was yeah. just at that point that he was really, really doing well. And I just didn't know uh, who who to sub in for right. for him at that point. Yeah, uh, I did have Geno Smith here, so I got got. Oh, that there one. you go. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, cool. So they there, there you go. That's that that was that was uh how we basically uh shaped out in terms of our predictions. Matt, I'm just, I just want to throw one thing at you, a little bit of a curveball. Uh, sure. Give me your Super Bowl matchup for next year. Um. All right, so I'll I'll have a realistic one. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. We, we could do a realistic one, and then, and then maybe a dream one if you want. Uh, a, yeah, a dream one that I could that that, that I that could I happen. A dream one yeah. that could happen. So. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna still go Bills. I think it'll be their year. Okay. But maybe it's it's between Bills and Bengals. I'm gonna go Bills. Okay. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills Cowboys. I think Cowboys like okay. will put it together. Okay. Cool. No. No. That cone. That won't happen. <laughs> no. Uh, Bills Forty Niners. Okay, cool. I'm I'm gonna stick with the Eagles. Uh, okay, and I like it. I will I will put the Bengals up ahead of them. All right, uh, I, I, I think like that, it. I think that would be a good. That was the uniform matchup I was kind of hoping for. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, that, a that's bit. a that's a good looking matchup. So I'm I'm gonna all right. Go and now Bengals Bengals Eagles. And, and now our dream one, of course, is gonna be Lions Jaguars, right? <sighs> yeah, that's actually really good. that's really good. I don't think I can get much better than that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't. I don't think I can come up with a better one. Yeah, that's so. I that's mean, such a fucking funny matchup. It is like it is easily Jaguars because I don't even think there's another AFC team that I look at where I'm like, oh man, that's that's spicy. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like a fun out of nowhere one almost. I feel like yeah, Jags Jags would be great for that. <sighs> I mean, I could, I could say Giants Jaguars. <laughs> could say Giants Jaguars. But no, no, I, I, I'm a Giants fan. But I, I'm a, I, I love the Lions, and I feel like I like the Lions what they're doing a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm let, we'll, let's ride together with the Lions and Jaguars, and that Lions will beat the Bears in the NFC Championship game, and the Jaguars will, oh. the Jaguars will beat the Jets in the AFC Championship. The Jets, game. Yeah, yeah, that's. 
That's a pretty that, funny matchup. That that's, is, a pre- that's pretty funny. That is <laughs> that is unhinged NFL. Unhinged is the perfect word. NFL right there. That that we're dreaming of right there. Um. All right. Well, folks, thank you all so much for being on this journey with us to get another season of the uh, of the NFL uh, is in the books, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It's always a blast to do this. It's always a blast to pick games. Uh, if you're going to drop off and then wait till the regular season uh, to co- tune back in, totally fair. Totally understand that. Uh, make, you choose what you want to listen to. Choose what you want to consume. No, to- no biggie. Uh, but if you want to stick around, uh, what the future, the, at least the immediate future. So, all right. Yeah, all right. So the immediate future for the BBB is a little weird just because of IRL circumstances, because of just the fact that we're, we're, we're still kind of getting the prepping done for VBFL as well. So uh, for the most part, we're going to have episodes occasionally. The goal will probably be due every other week um, for now. Um, and it will come and we'll talk about the latest NFL news and we'll do any little segments that we want to come up with. We'll certainly cover free agency and the draft uh, and all that stuff. Um, yep. The the goal would be probably to have uh to start VBFL probably in May, I want to say Ish. that yeah that yeah, that May-ish. that gives us enough time to get people together to do drafting to get the stats together that get that it just it, it, giving us enough cushion to kind of really build the league and again May maybe June we'll we'll see it it really depends but we definitely. Uh, considering it's it's we want to make sure that the season's going to be out of the way of anything involving the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. so uh, that's that the goal is just to kind of either have it at some point during the summer to and, and then and then we'll jump back into NFL programming probably around uh August or whatever uh whenever things really start to pick up. But um, like I said, lead, it's not like we we'll we'll still have episodes over the course of the next few weeks. I don't know if there'll be another episode in February, uh, but like at, definitely a couple in March, and definitely a couple in April. We love talking about the draft and the free agency. There's a lot of stuff that we we enjoy still talking about with the NFL. So you'll definitely get those episodes, and you'll you'll hear from us if there's any updates with the VVBFL that you guys want to hear. Especially if you want to tune into us do if we end up doing stat stuff on on the podcast. Um, and talk about uh you know how the you know the the i don't know the the team mascot stuff ended up coming out art wise you know any anything of, of that regard we would love to uh uh talk to you guys about so that's that's the at least what the off season looks like for virtual ball boys so we hope you stick around because it's gonna yeah. be it, it's gonna be a good time um but uh yeah matt any any final words any closing remarks that you'd like to have go play go play hi-fi rush it's a fucking banner of a game <laughs> it's really I'm, good yeah it's really fucking good um i'm i'm not beating it I've, it's literally been like a, i play one level a day when i get home from from work and it's like it, it's it's perfect for that i'm just 100%. like okay i got like i got 40 minutes yeah let's do a hi-fi rush level it's fucking great really, yeah really highly recommend i'm really digging it yeah i've i that that was the problem for me at at first with that game where i played i was playing a lot of it like every single day and i i just was like no you know what i'm getting burnt out i need to like 
I need to like take a few days off. But once you get back into it, it's just like, oh no, this it feels so good. It just it's yeah. a game a game that just feels so good. It's really colorful, really fun, like really fun characters. God, Very fun characters. It's yeah. just yeah, it's such a it's such a great game. Uh yeah, definitely check it out. The fact that it was like a shadow dropped game with like no press or yeah hype or lead up or anything like mm-hmm. really great. Yeah, it's already one of the best games of the year, and it's yeah. critically and and I hope a lot of people are picking it up. It's uh really exciting, really really fun stuff when that when something like that happens. So yeah, go check it out. It's great. Um, but yeah, folks, thank you all so much uh for listening and taking in this podcast we've actually had some pretty decent viewer numbers if i want to say like oh, nice. like at least double digit views per, per episode excellent so that's, that, that's you know yeah. I, like I, I will take that any day of the week um anyways uh but i will uh we will uh we will reconvene very soon thank you all once again so much for listening and we will see you in a couple weeks good night and good ball Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.